This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. U.S. Representative Cori Bush confirms the Justice Department's investigating whether she misused campaign funds for her own personal security. In a news conference a short time ago, the Missouri Democrat says she used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services, but not federal tax dollars. And she defended her decision to hire her husband to assist with security. I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or, or below fair market rate. Bush is also under investigation by the Federal Election Commission and the House Committee on Ethics. She says she believes the outcome of those probes will be similar to one last October when the Office of Congressional Ethics cleared the Democrat of any wrongdoing. New developments today over a case that could end up becoming the next Supreme Court fight over the Voting Rights Act. NPR's Hansi Lo Wang reports a federal appeals court has decided not to review a lower court ruling that threatens to end a key tool for enforcing the landmark law from the civil rights movement. And this case is about who does federal law allow to sue a state or local government for violating Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. That section bans racial discrimination in the elections process. And for decades, the majority of those kinds of lawsuits have been brought by private individuals and groups. But a federal judge in Arkansas ruled in 2022 that private individuals and groups cannot sue because they are not explicitly named in the words of Section 2. The judge's ruling was upheld last year by a panel of the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Now the full appeals court has declined to review the ruling. Two conservative Supreme Court justices have signaled they're interested in hearing a case about this issue. Hansi Wong, NPR News. The U.S. says there needs to be some fundamental changes made at the U.N. agency that aids Palestinians before the U.S. will resume funding. NPR's Michelle Kellerman has the latest. The U.N.'s humanitarian coordinator for Gaza says the international community needs to ramp up its assistance, and Sigrid Kog says UNRWA plays a key role in that. There is no way any organization can replace or substitute the tremendous capacity the fabric of UNRWA, the ability uh, and their knowledge of the population in Gaza. She says UNRWA moved quickly to respond to Israeli allegations that 12 staff members took part in the October 7th attack on Israel. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says there has to be accountability for anyone who took part in that and, quote, fundamental changes at UNRWA before the U.S. will restart its funding. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. U.S. stocks are mixed this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 136 points at 38,469. The Nasdaq is down 105 points or more than half a percent. You're listening to NPR News. UPS is preparing to eliminate 12,000 jobs, according to the Associated Press. The CEO of the mail shipping company said this morning that the reductions will lead to a billion dollars in cost savings. Carol Tomei also says UPS is requiring employees to return to the office five days a week this year. As angry farmers blocked roads into Paris for a second day, the French prime minister promised help in a fiery speech to the French parliament. France is the European Union's biggest agricultural producer, NPR's Eleanor Beardsley reports French farmers say they cannot make a living 
due to excessive regulation, environmental protections, and cheap competition. In an hour-long speech, Prime Minister Gabriel Attal went well beyond agriculture, sketching out his vision for a new liberated France in nearly every domain. It's not clear if his non-specific proposals to reduce regulations and protect against competition will satisfy the farmers. Their week-long movement increased in intensity on Monday when they promised to lay siege to the French capital. Similar protests have taken place in other European countries, including Germany and Poland. The farmers hope their actions will grab the attention of politicians at an EU summit Thursday. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Paris. You just learned that Chita Rivera has died at the age of 91, according to a statement from her daughter. Broadway legend appeared in more than 20 Broadway musicals over six decades, creating a number of indelible roles. It's NPR.